as we work with the mind and the habits of distraction. Make the effort to to work with a, an attitude of collaboration, working with the mind, with the body, not struggling against it. We take each wave of distraction, the mind is caught, the attention snagged by a, a sound that we hear, a feeling in the body, a random idea or memory. We take that as an opportunity to practice patience. to recognize the feeling of grasping, entangling, and to train the heart and the, the skill of letting go, relinquishing, not making anything out of the, the waves of feeling, desire and fear, irritation or regret. When uh, things come to mind, memories of something that we've said or done that is hurtful or foolish, destructive to ourselves or others, and to hold that recollection in the, the spirit of the, the bright protectors, Hiri. Sometimes we might see that translated as, as shame, which has a, a kind of harsh and judgmental, caustic tone to it. Moral shame, but rather it's more helpful to see this as our, our own sense of honor. It's a brightness, it's a bright protector, not a destructive punisher. It's a bright protector. So our own sense of honor is something that is beautiful, bright, noble. So when we, re we recollect something that we've done that was foolish or hurtful, to hold it in that, that spirit of seeing it in terms of honor, or conscience in the, the truest sense of the term. Conscience comes from the words con, meaning with, science, or science meaning to know, to know with, to acknowledge. We cultivate this spirit of the, the bright protectors, the guardians of the world, 
just to recollect those things that we've said or done that have happened in our lives that had difficult, painful consequences. So to have conscience is to bring the quality of knowing, acknowledgement to that. To know that. To receive that. And to let our sense of honor recognize, yeah, that was foolish, that was selfish. But perhaps we were only 17 at the time. Or we were caught up in a, a crowd of foolish friends. We didn't know any better at the time. So when we hold our memories or our regrets in that way, and they inform us, they guide us. They guide our current understanding and guide future action. So it doesn't need to be turned into a, any kind of self-centered perception. It doesn't need to feed self-view, self-criticism self-hatred not at all similarly otapa the mind goes to concern of the, the people around us people in the world actions that are harmful destructive dishonest greedy rather than letting the mind get caught in hatred or anxiety we can see this quality of otapa as our heart's sympathy with other beings it's a brightness a brightness that protects so our own caring sympathy If we hold those concerns or thoughts in that way, similarly, it guides us, gives a perspective, but without feeding self-view. Moment by moment, we have this opportunity to train the attention to rest in the reality of this felt experience of the present. The breathing of the body, 
posture. Resting in open-hearted attention to this moment. Patiently, gently, steadily, over and over again, regardless of how often the mind might be caught by distraction, to notice that, to feel the tension of entanglement. Know that, feel that, and to let go. And to notice, what does it feel like when the heart is free of grasping, free of entanglement? How is it? What's its quality? The felt sense of the present, when there's no grasping, no clinging, unentangled. How is this? And the contrast between those qualities, grasping, not grasping, speaks for itself. The heart inclines naturally towards freedom, being unconfined, unentangled. That's its delight, that's its natural inclination. <clears throat> 